Welcome to Your Security, a podcast on walking victimless in today's world. I'm Gabriel Grimes. In this podcast, I discuss how to stay alert and situationally aware no matter where you are or where you go. Okay, it's been all over the news. The death of now six tourists in the Dominican Republic. Uh, Now, what can you do? How are you going to be prepared for something like that? Because that's what this podcast is all about. Being prepared, right? Because when you're prepared and you have a plan, then uh, you can execute the plan when something goes wrong. And uh, that's the, the whole idea. Without a plan, you're trying to figure things out on the fly, and that doesn't always. I'm not saying it uh, it doesn't happen on occasion, but it doesn't always work out well for you. So this is what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to uh, grab a cup of coffee or uh, your favorite beverage and enjoy that while you listen to me as we talk about these six individuals who... Uh, this this event in the Dominican Republic where now six people have have died. I am sitting <clears throat> sitting in my car, which is the ultimate um, sound studio here in the lovely city of the Woodlands, Texas. In my left hand, I am holding a protein shake that my wife so graciously made for me. It has a little bit of coffee. It has. Um, Peanut butter, which makes it all much better. And then we have a non-dairy-based protein powder. I don't know exactly what the name of it is. It's something that we give uh, my daughter. We have a little bit extra, and I get to drink it. So if you'll excuse me, let me take a quick drink of this, and then we'll get to the story. Mm. Tastes amazing, by the way. So let me tell you about the story. This is what's going on. So here we have um, three tourists at the hotels in the Dominican Republic, including inclusive hotels, have died within few days of each other. The interesting thing about this is all three of them arrived on the same day, May 25th, but they're in different hotels. And they all died of the same thing, respiratory failure and pulmonary edema. Okay, so... The they they all had similar uh, complaints as well. They they complained of not feeling well, and then they were found dead. So some of the things that we can we can see from this is some of them. Well, let me, let me go back. Three other deaths have also been identified with similar characteristics coming from the Dominican Republic as well. So we have three people arriving, or three, yeah, three people arriving on the same day, May 25th of 2019, and then they die within a week of arriving. And then we have three other people, three other deaths that have been identified from the Dominican Republic. There are people that have gone to the Dominican Republic, they have, uh, they vacationed there, and then they, uh, some people have died there. Some people have come back home to the States and have also passed away. And as more and more of these stories come out, uh, additional stories of people who have survived uh, really strong illnesses in the Dominican Republic have also come up as well. Now, 
Who knows if all of these things are related? It is highly suspicious that people are dying of the same thing in, in the city, right? So I, I won't deny that. It's really, really suspicious. It, it really deserves some investigation to see what is going on to stop whatever it is that's causing these people to, to become deathly ill and, and pass away. But I don't know yet, and no one knows really, what it is that's causing them to die. Or, as the other stories have come out, what is it that's causing other people to be very ill when they go um, in, in the Dominican Republic? A lot of people are talking about how they were drinking from the mini bar. Is that a thing? Is that something that is uh, that we should all be uh, concerned about? I, I don't know. I don't know. I know that because of this, uh, in places like the Dominican Republic where a lot of their income, their national income, is attributed to tourism, they will be focused really hard on regulating that industry so that more people come in. So I would only imagine that after this investigation, whether or not uh, mini bars are uh, attributed to the illness, there will be some sort of regulation or law that will require uh, hotels to have a higher standard for their mini bars and for the food that they offer there in the rooms. In any case, the point is traveling in any way, shape, or form internationally and becoming deathly ill. How are you going to deal with that? Have you ever thought of this? You know, as a as a forty-something-year-old, I think of it now. But when I was, you know, growing up, I, I never thought of it. And when I was um, going into, you know, the corporate world, I never thought of it either. I mean, you just go, and if you were ill, you took an aspirin, and you just, you know, kept moving. And if you had, uh, you ate something that didn't agree with you, you took an emodium, and you kept, you kept going. But now that I've gone through quite a lot of life experiences, I have to say that having travel insurance is really important. I remember as a uh, corporate security manager, there was one individual who went to uh, Rio de Janeiro and he had shellfish. Well, he calls me. I get a phone call at three o'clock in the morning and he's like, I think I need to get medical attention. I'm like, well, what is it? And he, sh he shows me, he sends me an image of his face and his face is completely swollen up. He can't even see and he's having difficulty breathing. So what would you do in that case? You are in another country. You may or may not be able to speak the language and yet you are ill and you know that your life probably depends on getting some medical attention really quickly. Well, at the time, we had a great service called uh, International SOS, and you can find that online. It is a great travel insurance, and, and it goes even beyond the travel insurance, medical insurance. But it's a it's a great it's a great company. I highly recommend it. I am not getting any money from them, so don't think that I'm, I'm getting anything from this. But I do highly recommend it. We use them all the time. So all I had to do with my friend was to tell them 
explain to him what ho what hospital he needed to go to. I already spoke to International SOS. Uh, International SOS had identified, uh, had already called the ho the hospital, and had told them that someone was coming in with the characteristics or the issues that my friend was having. So there was everything was ready. My friend um, wasn't feeling up to the task of actually driving, and um, so we had a ambulance come and pick him up and take him to the hospital. And everything, everything was covered by International SOS. Fantastic, right? That's the kind of insurance you want. So in another instance, um, we had a an employee who became deathly ill because of an infection in, in his, his leg. And it was such a strong infection that uh, he passed out. He went into a, a, a coma. It started to affect his kidneys. He started having kidney failure. And yet the International SOS was able to take him to a medical, of, a medical center of excellence and treat him and then bring him back home, again, completely covered in the insurance. So every company is a little bit different. So you'll have to contact International SOS and identify what is it that they can offer you personally. It's not just companies, but it can be also personally. But I would highly recommend it. If not it, another one, another company. But in any case, it must, it is very important to be insured. So let me tell you a third story. A friend of mine contacted me and said, hey, I know you're in corporate security. Can you help out a brother? And I'm like, all right, well, what do you mean by that? He says, well, my friends are in Cartagena in Colombia. And I said, OK, well, what happened? Well, they were on a cruise and the the husband of the couple became deathly ill and actually had a heart attack on the cruise. The cruise physician stabilized the, the man, and when they arrived in Cartagena, they told the wife and the man that they had to leave the cruise. Okay, how do you like them apples? Put yourself in their, in their situation or their shoes. Let's say you have um, a heart attack, and you're on a cruise, and you're dropped off in a country that you don't speak the language in. Yeah. That's where my friends were. So no insurance, no coverage, no transportation home, no nothing. So, you know, these are the questions that I think a lot of people kind of gloss over. I don't need that. I'm, I'm going to Paris. I'm on a cruise. I'm going to go to, you know, I'm going to go Crete. I'm going to go to um, Jerusalem. I'm going to enjoy the beaches of Israel. But we don't really take the next step. What would happen or what would we do if um, everything didn't go as according to plan? And that's where this couple was on a cruise, having the time of their life, the heart attack, completely unexpected, understood. Um, you expect you're going to be taken care of by the cruise. And, and they did. But the cruise did not take them back to the port of origin. They let them go right where they were at the at the next port of entry which was Cartagena wow so we need to be thinking about that insurance is crucial travel insurance is something that we all need to be thinking about when we are traveling internationally and and I'm just 
I want to encourage everybody to be thinking about the travel insurance. So in the event something like this happens, then we're going back to the Dominican Republic and you're feeling ill. Tell somebody. Tell somebody whether it's local or at home. Pick up the phone. Excuse me, local and at home. <clears throat> pick up the phone and tell someone. <clears throat> excuse me. Contact the front desk. Tell them, hey, look, I'm not feeling well. I think this is going on. That's going on. Many hotels have uh, physicians, and if they don't have a physician, they may have someone that's on staff that is a uh, some sort of medical professional that can administer uh, maybe minor um, you know, first aid type response. In any case, you're recording the event. That's very important. Also, when you're calling home, you can also be recording the event as well. And I think this is a little bit morbid, but it's important for everyone to know so that if, and I say if, you can't respond. So the next morning and you don't show up for breakfast, the hotel staff can say, this is strange, you know, Mr. Jones called last night saying he was really sick and he's not in the, he's not at breakfast today. Well, hopefully they'll follow up on that and they'll look for you. Same thing with your family at home. If you call home and you're like, I'm, I'm not feeling well, you know, um, I'm going to go take a nap or I'm going to go to bed. Your family member will contact you or either text you or maybe look for you on social media to find out if you're still okay and, and what's going on. What are the resolutions? What resolution you, you're having? <clears throat> but tell somebody. I know you don't want to be, quote unquote, that guy that uh, is complaining, but you're not really complaining when you're just informing them, hey, look, FYI, I'm not feeling well. If something were to happen, this is what I need you to do. Would you give me a call tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock? And uh, so it's very important. Tell somebody. If you are feeling ill or if you are feeling more than just sick. I mean, okay, when we go to certain places and we eat food off the streets, our, our stomach can rebel against us. And that can affect our whole digestive system if you get what I mean. Wink, wink. But if it's something more than that, so in the Dominican Republic, the the uh, the talk is that a lot of these tourists spoke of uh, vomiting blood and and uh, blood in their stool. So those are really big things. So if you are traveling and something strange or at that level of of illness is you're seeing that kind of level of illness in your body, you need to tell someone about it and you need to be going to the doctor. Um, reach down, reach out to the front desk, ask them where the, you can go and you need to be making um, plans to go to that doctor as soon as possible. And you know, you would not imagine how many times I had to deal with people with appendicitis traveling internationally. Appendicitis. Well, yeah, you don't have to die from appendicitis, but if you don't take care of it, you will. So it's very important to to tell somebody about it. And if it's something unusual, it's an unusual feeling in your body, then go to a doctor. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't. A lot of times people, we all think, well, it's just, it'll pass. It'll pass. Well, I'm vomiting blood, but it'll pass. Again, it's this human nature desire not to be the the nail that's sticking out or the one at the squeaky wheel. We don't want to rock the boat, and I understand that. 
but when you're international traveling um, and you're not feeling well, it's time to raise that flag and to get checked out. It, at the very least, you're getting checked out and finding out if, if you can make it home or if you need to be treated immediately. So this is very, very, very important. Another thing that's really important to know is um, your, your have a list of your current medications of what you're taking and any kind of medical conditions that you may have. Have that written down on a piece of paper and, and keep that in your wallet. Uh, you can laminate it. It doesn't have to be in your wallet. It can be in your purse. It can be on your person. I have a MERSE, in fact, and I, I, I carry it to uh, carry it around everywhere. And of course, it is my uh, the brunt of all my family jokes. But it's it's great. I can carry every, so much stuff in there and none in my pockets. In any case, carry that list of the current medications you're on, and also the um, any prescriptions that you may have or you may need and any kind of medical conditions. It's super important because what happens is if you are in a situation where you are unconscious or you're unable to speak, that is what's going to help the doctors uh, address any issues that they can find in your body. The last thing you want to be um, experiencing is being overseas, unable to talk, recovering or, or trying to deal with some sort of medical issue and the doctor gives you the wrong medication or a medication that uh, uh, hurts you because of other medication that you're on. So it's, it's really important to have that list. And if you don't have any medical conditions and you're not on, on any medications, that's great. You know, that's, that's fantastic. In any case, still have a, an emergency number emergency point of contact on a card in your wallet or purse or MERS because they will know know who to contact. Let's say you're walking down the street and you uh, you sprain your ankle and you're let's say a mile away or you know five blocks away from your hotel. Now we have Uber but not every country has Uber, not every city has Uber. What if your phone doesn't work? How are you going to get back to the hospital, to the hotel, or to the hospital. It, it, it may not work. So what if you fall and you, you become unconscious? What if you forget who you are? I know this sounds like uh, uh, a, a worry type uh, complaint, but I'm not worrying and I'm not, I'm not putting a lot of fear. I don't want to put fear in you, but I am trying to think of all the different possibilities that could happen to an average Joe, you know, traveling internationally. It has happened. It does happen. As a corporate security manager, I've seen it happen uh, so many times. And that is what I'm trying to do. Think of all the different possibilities, all the, the different issues that could happen and make a plan for it. How would you deal with it? All right. Well, is any of this making sense? Do you have a story you would like to share? I would love to hear it. If you're on Anchor, you can send me a message, and I'd love that. I'll put that onto my next podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. I enjoy bringing you uh, the best security hacks twice a week. Subscribe, share, send me a message, and as always, remember, you are security.